BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. I am so happy to have you listening today. We have some very special guests today. We have my amazing father, Byron, who has become quite famous on my Instagram and Instagram stories. He's sitting here next to me laughing. And we have my amazing mom, my best friend in the whole entire world, Dirty Martinis and Skinny Jeans on Instagram if you want to find her. Incredible fashion blogger, most likely wearing color-coordinated aloe yoga at the moment because she got a huge aloe yoga haul the other day and it looks amazing on her. So I convinced them to come on the show to talk about everything from what it is like to raise, raise, well, I'm raised, I'm 28, um, to have a daughter with Lyme disease and a daughter who's so into spirituality and doing all these off the wall things like ayahuasca and plant medicine and just living a super spiritual lifestyle all around. We also talk about being married for 35 years, what their keys to a happy marriage are, how they met how they raised me and what they feel contributed to instilling self-confidence in me and all sorts of other things. So it's a really fun episode. So happy that they recorded this with me because as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, then um, you know that I'm taking some time off right now and thinking about potentially releasing less episodes per month, which I haven't fully decided on yet. So I'm not entirely sure and we'll have to see. But doing easy episodes like solo episodes and episodes with my family. And hopefully we'll get Jonathan on here soon and maybe even Hudson through Miranda, the amazing animal communicator who's been on this show twice before, just to keep things nice and easy for me and doable because got to keep it doable so I can get things out right now and talk to you guys. And I'm working on my soul on fire intuition and manifestation course. So that's where I'm channeling most of my energy right now. And if you're interested, you can email jane at thebalancedblonde.com 
my lovely assistant, and she will add you to our list of people who are going to be the first to hear about the course. Super excited about it. Cannot wait to share more with you. And yeah, as for what else I'm up to right now, I'm taking it really easy. I'm basically making no plans whatsoever with anyone doing nothing. Um, Even going to the doctor's office a little bit less, which is incredible because I'm getting less IVs right now than usual. And just taking it really easy, staying home a lot. And it feels really good. So yeah, I want to update you guys all about how the rest is serving me so well. And for now, just know that I feel really good, really good with the amount that I'm resting and healing and focusing on getting better to restore myself to my full energy and full health levels. Um, So glad you guys are here. Definitely, if you listen to this episode, share with me on Instagram and Instagram stories so that I can see that you're listening and my parents will be so excited. And also, if you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast, you can send me a screenshot of your rating and review to jordan at thebalancedblonde.com. And I will thank you by sending you my 200-page yoga ebook with all sorts of yoga flows and poses and introduction to yoga. It's a great place to get started or to go deeper into your practice. So that's just a thank you for taking the time to rate and review the podcast because it really means a lot to me and is super helpful for for me for visibility of this show and getting our high vibe message out to as many people as possible. Also, before we dive into this episode with my mom and dad, I just want to thank our incredible sponsor for today's episode, Hum Nutrition. So Hum Nutrition, I think a lot of you know, is the beauty supplement company that I've been using for many, many years now. They have the cutest packaging and everything of theirs is top quality, organic, non-GMO, scientifically proven, sustainably sourced, super premium quality, gluten-free, et cetera, et cetera. All the different things that make Hum Nutrition so incredible. So you can use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, at checkout to get 20% off of anything that you order on humnutrition.com. I'll tell you about what a couple of my favorite products are, but also know that you can talk to a nutritionist on humnutrition.com. You can take a a super quick like three-minute quiz to see what kind of supplement is best for you if you're not sure where to start with supplements and they always have lots of lots of great deals going on but i think the best deal is soul s o u l for 20% off um they have a new supplement that i'm looking at here on their website that i just started taking which is their skin heroes pre and probiotic which is so good for skin so good for the gut um People always ask me, what do I do for acne and how to get my skin, how to get skin so clear because my skin was super messed up for a long time. 
now is very clear. And I take this pre and probiotic from humnutrition.com. I also take their daily cleanse, which helps to cleanse toxins from the liver, from the skin, and basically from the body all around. I take their Flawless and Fearless, which is a 14-day pack, which also helps reduce breakouts, has lots of different detox minerals and herbs, is full of green algae and chlorella and all sorts of other things that make up a healthy diet. So check out humnutrition.com. Use the code SOUL, S-O-U-L, for 20% off. And I know you guys will fall in love. So let's head into this episode with Byron and Jane, otherwise known as my incredible parents. Okay, I'm here with the two most important people in my life. Although I guess you could say Jonathan and Hudson are the other two most important people in my life. But I'm here with Byron and Jane, dirty martinis and skinny jeans, my dad and my mom. And I'm so happy that you guys are here. We're so happy to be here. Yes, we are. Soul on fire. Soul on fire, baby. So people have been requesting this episode quite a bit to have you two on to discuss everything from what it's like to parent someone with Lyme disease and also to parent someone who's super spiritual and super out there and very into things like ayahuasca and meditation and all sorts of other things. And also just to talk about your fabulous relationship, being married for how many years? It'll be 35. 35? Yeah. 35. January. January. Oh my God. I feel like it was just 30. It's great. Yeah. It goes fast. I know. It's so crazy. So... We'll talk about everything. Um, I think before we get started, we'll tell everybody what your human designs are because people love that. I remember yours. (laughs) My mom's (laughs) like, no, I don't remember. (laughs) So mom, you're a projector. Oh, yes. Which is a non-energy being. And daddy, what are you? A reflector. Yes. You and I are both reflectors. 1% of the population absolutely crazy when i learned that i went crazy yeah, i was screaming she did. i was so excited we are a little odd we, we are a little different we're very I different can to that. yes but it's crazy to have a family with three non-energy beings like what an interesting family that we have that yes, you're the projector and we're both reflectors we go to you for Everything we rely on our projector very much. Our yes, support system yes. sitting over there. And I'm in the middle. Exactly. <laughs> always. I've yeah. always been in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And then <clears throat> you can't win. I know. But then it's interesting if you think about it, because like Missy and Jeff, if you think about their family, which everybody listening, that is 
my sister and her husband and her kids are manifesting generators and generators. So they're all energy beings. They're like completely different. Hmm. But yeah, you gave birth to a generator. Mm. That's <laughs> how I am. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're then, so prolific. I like energy. <laughs> yes. And then I don't know what, what Lisa and Christian are, but I would like to figure it out. What do you think they would be? God, I, I mean, I really have no idea what I think. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. Do you think that they would be more like you and I or more like Missy? Uh, probably Christian would be more like myself and probably Lisa, too, because they're both, you know, kind of mild individuals where Missy's more, you know, out there. You're not mild, though. No, I'm not. Not a, No, just not because you're least. a reflector I mean, doesn't mean that you have to be like don't not have energy. It's just like your energy type, the way that you exchange energy right. with the world. But Missy's energy is more like ours is. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, you and I. Yeah. Although she is a generator and lives a generator, although I would have bet anything that she was a reflector. You know? Yeah, it's interesting. I know. So Olivia is my niece, everyone listening. She's 10 and she has such reflector energy. I was like so ready to find out that she was a reflector and take her under my wing and teach her all the reflector things. She's a generator. Yeah, She's very introverted right now. So it's hard to tell. She can come but, out of you. Know, she can grow out of that. Yeah, well, she's a generator. She grow with out of emotional authority, human design. No, but it's amazing that she's a generator, and that makes sense because she she can generate. She can be on her own. She can play by herself for days. You guys yeah, know this, so she can just generate her own lifestyle. That's true. Totally. Yeah. So in a way, it makes sense. So, I don't even know where to start. Why don't we start with a question that a lot of people had for you guys, which is, how did you meet? Oh, how did we meet? I saw your mother at Market when she was had her clothing store, and my ex had a clothing store, and we would go to Market together and I remember seeing your mother at market you know and so then after we got separated might have been six eight months later you and your ex-wife yes well I wasn't married to your mother then so she wouldn't have been okay you're right I'm I'm just making it clear for everyone listening I knew well my ex had a partner who was friends with your mother. And Mm -hmm. I asked her to introduce us. So we went on a blind date. Yes. With uh, With her partner and her, yeah, husband. And how did it go? What did you think of him when you saw him? I mean, I, I already knew what he looked like. 
And it was, I mean, it was fun, but it was a little awkward um, and a little, what's the word? Like almost like a little strenuous or something. It it was, conversation was not easy, um, didn't flow easily. It just felt a little awkward. Our first couple of dates, we went on another date. Um, seemed kind of awkward and I was left with the feeling that perhaps he was still in love with his soon-to-be ex-wife. Yeah, I mean, you gotta, you gotta understand that, you know, when you get married at 19, you know, I never really was out in the dating scene and you know, so it was very difficult for me to all of a sudden be out there. You know, it's just such an awkward feeling, you know. Yeah. I mean, dating. Because totally. you had been married for 16, 18 years. 18 years. So, yeah, imagine not dating for all that time. Everybody listening, I think it would be pretty awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I mean, I went from, you know, being at home with my parents to being married. So it's, you know, it's not like you, you were never out there dating. No, I wasn't. Yeah. I never <laughs> lived on my own, never been out, you know, so it, it was, it, I had a different uh, background than say what your mother had, you know? Right. Well, obviously things turned around because you did get engaged and married rather quickly. Yes, we did a year later. We got married. Yeah. It was a so, year. Things became less awkward, more fun. When did it turn around? <laughs> well, that's a story. Yeah. In and, in and of itself. But um, wait, what is it? <laughs> I'm sure you've heard it. Well, I, let's hear it. Oh, Jordan, you've already heard it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it was just that at some point, his wife, his ex wife, moved back into the house and wanted to get back together. And I think all that had to happen in order for him to move forward. He sort of had to get that out of his system. Yeah. Well, I have been separated long enough to know that I didn't want to live like that anymore. And so it, you know, meeting your mother and, you know, having dated for a little while and determining what type of person I needed in my life versus what I had, it it took that realization, I guess, for her to come back, my ex, and for me to determine this is not what I want. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there was a short period where she was back and you were deciding what you were going to do. And so obviously we didn't see each other during that time. And then a few weeks later, he called and said that he had made a decision that he didn't want that anymore. And she was moving back out of the house. So at that point we started dating again and did move rather quickly, relatively quickly after that. And then you're like, okay, I want to mar- marry this person. Yeah. Yeah, we were in, <laughs> I, I mean, 
it wasn't like right away, but right. I mean, we were we were in Hawaii, I think, with Janet and Randy, weren't we? <laughs> My dad loves to talk about people as if you guys know who they are. Nobody knows. <laughs> Shout anyway, out to Janet we, and Randy. When we were in Hawaii on vacation and kind of talked about, you know, the possibility of getting married and, you know, what we wanted to do. And so that's kind of basically when we decided, I think that might've been, you know, like August. So and that was your very romantic way of proposing. <clears throat> yeah. I didn't drop Having down a, on there was no proposal. It was just a discussion. <laughs> <laughs> it was and very I think equal then. I was 30 and you were 38. Mm-hmm. And it just, the timing was such too, that it just felt like the right time. In, at least in my life, to be getting to be getting married and moving becoming forward. a stepmother, becoming a stepmother of three, which you of have. course was shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we tried I had, to warn you. Yes, everyone tried to warn me how difficult that could be, but I just didn't understand that somehow, and it was very difficult. But we got through those those years with with a lot of help and therapy and support. We persevered and got through it, and I'm glad we did. Thank God you did. Thank God. Our and little, then along came along came no. JoJo, a little our, our six years later. reflector <laughs> being your real challenge. That's for sure. So then along came yeah, me six years later. When you guys were quite happy together, thankfully for me. Yeah, worked out our problems. Yes. (laughs) And so a lot of people had the question, they wanted to know, how did you instill such confidence and self-esteem in me? Well, we, we were talking about that a little earlier, and we think it's a combination of you were just born that way. You just came out that way. And I mean, we tried to instill confidence and by encouraging you all the time and telling you you could do anything you wanted to do. And you were so smart and you were so sweet and you were so good. I mean, we we tried to tell you those kinds of things and make you feel really good about yourself. But it wasn't hard because you already did. (laughs) And then the school that you went to was helpful with that too, because they really um, encouraged creative thought and self self thought and had you up speaking in front of groups and uh, right away from preschool on, which getting, I loved, getting and you loved it right away. Whereas I would have been the opposite and always hated getting up in front of anybody and talking. But the school encouraged it. We tried to be super encouraging, and you were born that way, so it was never really an issue. We, we and you were fortunate with that. You know. You had the opportunity to be in plays and you had the opportunity to, you know, public speak. And, you know, I'm sure that all helped you become a writer that you are today. And, you know, I mean, it was 
They were very liberal, and the classes were somewhat small, so you got a lot of attention from the teachers, and they let you kind of progress at your own speed. And so it was very, it was good for you, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I mean, you were exposed to a lot of different things, traveling and dance classes and piano and anything that you showed an interest in gymnastics. So you got to do a lot of things and try a lot of new things. And that probably helped also. I think so too. Got to try everything until I landed on what I love. Yes. Which was always writing. Yes. You always love to write write and draw. Yeah. 90 paged books in second grade, fourth grade, (laughs) and draw my tall, skinny people. Totally. Yeah. You were always very self-confident because, you know, you could go away, you know, by yourself to summer camp or to away to school, summer school, or to a drama camp or what, you know, and not think anything of it where I would always admire that because I would be, you know, here I am in my forties and I couldn't do that. And so um, it was always amazing to me how easy it was for you to do those things. Yeah, I loved it. Just a brief interruption from this episode with my parents to tell you about our second sponsor for today's show, Art of Tea. So I've gotten super into starting my day every day with a delicious herbal blend of tea. And I love Art of Tea for so many reasons, mostly because they have a Ayurvedic background, the founder of Art of Tea, spent a lot of time studying Ayurveda and traveling all around the world. So he brings all of his incredible Ayurvedic knowledge to the brand. My favorite, favorite, favorite is their Pacific Coast Mint. I love drinking mint tea before I have breakfast every morning. It's the one thing that I have found really, really helps my digestion, helps food go down a lot easier. I have a lot of digestive issues, which I think a lot of you know. And having this delicious blend of organic spearmint and organic peppermint is really, really helping me out with digesting food. So check out Pacific Coast Mint when you go to artoftea.com. And don't forget to use the discount code BLONDE, B-L-O-N-D-E, which gives you 20% off of anything that you order at artoftea.com. On their blog, they have lots of different recipe ideas and education about tea, basically why herbal tea is an oxymoron. I've learned so many different things on their blog and their site. They have everything from matcha, which I know so many listeners love, to completely caffeine-free teas. They have all sorts of wellness blends where you can focus on different things like breath and sleep and chill. And 
digestion, gut, and all sorts of other things. They even sell cute ceramic mugs. Everyone's always asking me, where do you get your mugs and all of your Instagram stories? So I like to get them here on Art of Tea's website. You can check out all their different collections. They have an iced tea collection. I'm a huge iced tea person. And I just love the people behind this company. Um, Their founder is so passionate, Steve Schwartz. And he started it in LA in 2004. So you know, you're supporting a company with incredible values and lots of different education and delicious teas. So head to artoftea.com, use that code blonde at checkout and enjoy. I was so much more go with the flow back then than I am now. Now, if anything is off in my day-to-day or my routine, or I have to go somewhere that I don't want to be, I lose my mind. Yeah, that's true. But as a child, I didn't. And I remember you guys would always tell me that you were so glad that I had a lot of friends and that I was nice to everybody and that I was always happy and um, always like nice to my friends and that kind of thing. You always told me that. So then I always knew, okay, that's a good thing. So I'll keep doing that. So that was a that was a good thing that you guys would say. And that's remained the same too. Yeah, I have the same friends. Yes. Yeah, you do, which is impressive. which is nice. Friendships that you've had for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. We're very that fortunate. Love those people. It was so fun when we made our wedding website and we got to write like a paragraph about each person who's in our wedding. Have you guys seen it? No, I want to no. see that. You have to go to jonathangetsyounger.com and everybody who's listening, if you want to see our wedding website, you can check it out. And at first I just wrote like a little blurb about each person, but then Jonathan wrote his and they were like vows to each groomsman. They were so sentimental and so nice. I mean, like- He's a good writer too. His groomsmen would look at them and cry. Like Josh cried. Um, I mean, they were just like, oh my God. So then I went and I redid mine because <laughs> <laughs> mine were just bad, stepped huh? up your well, game. Yes. But I feel like I tell my friends all the time, like how much I love them. So I was just writing. Like, That's true. These are our memories, blah, blah, blah. But then I totally changed it and addressed it to each person the way that he did. Um, but it was so fun to do that and to think about the friendships like with Katie and Danielle that I've had for a lifetime and others who I met in college, et cetera. It's really fun. Brianna, it's literally great. a lifetime. Yes. So cool. I love that about you. I love how you have so many friends and you have kept so many friends. Yeah, you keep in contact and you keep up with your friends, you know. But, you know, in today's world, that's so much easier with social media Uh, like it is to stay in touch with people where, you know, years past, you know, you could be good friends and then you get married or you move from one city to the other and you lose touch, you know, where today it's different, which is good. You know, one one of the good things about social media. Yes, one. Um, 
You guys are the same way, though. You, well, you, Daddy, have had the same friends for, since forever. And you have a lot of friends from a long time ago, too. Yes, but I don't think we have as many as you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's different. It's just different. It does. And, you, and you know, friendships change and evolve and ebb and flow. But you do have, we do have a core group that we always go back to. Mm-hmm. That have always been there. And, you know, when you're born in a city and you grow up there and you are still there and, you know, my generation, <clears throat> a lot of people didn't move around a lot. So yeah. that's why I have such, you know, close friends that I grew up with still today. Right, because you know? everybody's still in Sacramento. Right. You're yeah. the one who's not because you're back and forth. Back and forth, but I'm still there. I yeah. know. <laughs> I just wanted to we see. Know. I wanted to see what you would say. My dad is very resistant to full time moving to LA, but that's fine. Back and forth is good. I'll take it. It works. I'm very happy. Very happy with the back and forth. So, when I started blogging full time, when I told you guys that I was going to leave grad school and pursue this blogging thing as a job, what did you think? And when did you first start to recognize success with the blog? Well, I was very resistant because I thought you were crazy. <laughs> and, you Good know, reason not to be being, resistant. You know, I'm a dinosaur, so I'm not, you know, on social media and wasn't in tune with you know, how the world was moving. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that uh, you leaving graduate school after the first year was a mistake. But, you know, you've always been so persistent and ground me down to the point where, okay, I told myself, you can always go back. Right. So let's let's see what happens, you know. And so you proved me wrong. Hell yeah. <laughs> what did you think? Pretty much the same. It, it seemed like, well, why don't you just finish? You only have one more year and you'll have that and then you can do what you want. But as dad is saying, you were persistent AF, um, which is your personality. And really, once you get an idea in your head, there's no sense. <laughs> wasting your time trying to None. trying to talk you out of it just you're gonna do it so we might as well hop on board you saying and she's get on the train or get off <laughs> and it of course it turned out great and like dad well you know we just didn't realize either what was happening in the world i mean the world took a big change you know i was on social media and i still didn't realize the extent that becoming an influencer, blogger, h- how much the world was going to go that way. I don't think anybody knew. I didn't know oh, at you that had time. Ink- you must well, have had an inkling. I, I did, but I didn't know that this would turn into such an industry. Just such an industry. I just saw this is something that I could do that I really enjoy. It's I have this audience, so things can't really go wrong, even if it doesn't uh, turn into... Like, you know, a super lucrative job. I could do things on the side. I didn't really care. 
I had no idea that things were going to like explode in this, in this right. industry. But it really didn't take long before we saw yeah, hey, that you, first year. You can you really know. make a living at this. Yeah. And yeah, I would have never it, it dreamed. Was, yeah, you know. it turned out to be, the, of course, the best decision ever because you were happy, happier, and self-sufficient, just doing what you loved, which is the best part about it. It is. And, and not everybody can be motivated to work from home and be successful because there could be a lot of distractions and you're not like that. So yeah. you're pretty, you're pretty driven and, um, you know, that's important. You're self-motivated and, uh, you've, uh, become very successful. So you need to be proud of yourself for that. Thank you. Well, I remember slightly differently. I mean, I remember that you guys were hesitant, but I also remember, being on the phone with you, Daddy, um, in my tiny little bedroom in New York. That was more of a closet. <laughs> and I had those like closet doors shut, but really they were not really even doors to the rest of the apartment. And I was like sitting on the bed and it was nighttime in New York and probably nighttime in California too. And saying like, I just don't know if I really want to finish grad school. And you said, in my memory, then don't, then don't. You should definitely do try out the blog full time because if you're putting like a little bit of energy into it now and finding success, then imagine how much more success you'll have if you can put more energy into it. And well, Maybe. you did say you can always go back to grad school, but I remember that and I was like, wow, that was way easier that than I thought. That must have been well, after we was, had some time. Right. I think you had I brought it up so. before that. Probably. Yeah, that was after you ground me down because I was, I remember being very resistant in the beginning, you know, right. because, you know, you'd always talked about, I want to be a writer. I want to write books. I want to this, that, you know, and you were doing so well in graduate school that it was like hard for me to understand why you wouldn't want to finish but <clears throat> yeah so you had to put that in my head for a while I'm sure for me to change my mind because that's just my nature I probably was talking about it for longer than I <laughs> yes, remember yeah. I think I was talking about it before I even thought I was actually going to do it which was probably good good for me that I kept you were laying the groundwork I was but isn't it interesting that then I left grad school and within like a month, I did have a book deal and I wrote my first book. And I remember people at grad school, like Paul, the amazing Paul saying, like, that's what we're in school for. That's what everybody's in this program wants. And this is what you're doing. So I was always getting little affirmations from the universe that I was making the right decision and that I was in the flow. I was totally in the flow. Yeah, you really were. Yeah. Following my intuition, following every impulse without even knowing why. Yeah. And you were on amazing. the, you know, so-called cutting edge of influencers at the time. You didn't hear about influencers and advertising being at the cost it is, you know, that they could, it's a lot cheaper for them to use people like yourself than it is to radio, TV, newspaper, you know, I mean, it's just it the way the world now. was changing. Yeah. <clears throat> and you right. were kind of out front there a little bit, which was 
was very fortunate for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm so glad that I started when I did. Feel very grateful that the universe pushed me in that position and I was just inspired to start when I was. And I never wanted or tried to make it a career, which is why I think it became one because I was totally surrendered to whatever was going to happen. Yes, what you always have been, or at least since you went into the world of working and you're very fluid and you change and move with the times or with your passion and it it works out that way it's probably the best way to be and you're able to keep almost reinventing yourself yeah I feel like every year I reinvent myself more or less it's fun yeah and it's not it just happens organically yeah as you grow and as your interests change or as life Well, when you're doing what you love, it just becomes so fluid and easy. You don't have to work at it because it's a passion that you have. And I mean, you're very fortunate to be able to work from wherever you are on your laptop and you don't have to go to an office every day and you have the flexibility to be down the street at Alfred's, um, you know, doing your work, you Mm -hmm. know, or being at Soho House or being in Hawaii or being wherever you are in the world, you can still work, which is a great gift. You know, It is. It's so cool. And I think that's where, too, your generation differs a lot from ours is that when we were growing up and starting careers, it was like, you maybe chose a career or you fell into a career and you stayed with that. Right. It wasn't like a thought, oh, I'm going to stop doing this and do something totally different. You didn't do that as easily or as commonly. No, you didn't. You and just most people didn't have the confidence to make a change. Mm-hmm. You know, you, I mean, that's why so many people get stuck in what they're doing, you know, and then financially they can't afford to take a risk and right. make that change. So, yeah, I mean, you yeah, see you've so really many- shown at least me a different way. And also that it's not too late. People can just start something new at any point in their life. Yeah. yeah. No, they it's can. It's never yeah. too late. No. That's what's so cool. You have a fashion blog. And at Almost 65. I'm I'm an assistant for a social media star. <laughs> yes. The best <laughs> assistant that exists. And you're learning new things all the time. Yes. How to use different programs on the computer, how to make invoices, which we're gonna work on. <laughs> <laughs> and daddy, you can reinvent yourself too. And you have yes. house flip, flipping, which you only started like a handful of years ago in your seven. Yeah, no, you got to go back to the basics, you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's all I know. So it's what you do. Yeah, it's cool. So speaking of shifting perspectives and trying new things, you read a book that totally shifted your perspective on life, money, but also life, I would say, Soul of Money by Lynn Twist. 
we shared about it on Instagram. So some people know this, but tell us, well, first of all, we're going to put a link to this book in the show notes because people should definitely read it, but also tell us what you got from that book. Well, it gives you a def, you know, a different perspective about money. Um, I mean, we all, most people in the world have a fear that we don't have enough, whether it's enough money or enough material items. I mean, we're in a world where, you know, the TV or, you know, the movies. I mean, everybody's trying to keep up with the next person and Instagram. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, Facebook, Instagram, everybody sees the beautiful people, the nice things, the beautiful cars. I mean, and so we lose sight of what money really is. And that's what the book points out is that, um, a lot of times, and in my particular case, uh, you don't know when you have enough because you're always striving to get more. And we put an emphasis on that. And um, it's kind of the wrong way to think about it. You know, I yeah. mean, money doesn't make you happy. And there's a lot of very wealthy families that have lots of money that have ruined generations of kids become drug addicts or alcoholics or dependent on their parents. And I mean, they just don't function well. So uh, it's a very good book. And, you know, when you have more than enough, you have money to help other people to make the world a better place. And so... You know, when you're in the hunt, you don't even realize some of these things. And that's what the book points out, which is a very good read for everybody to understand and to get over the fears of not having enough. Uh, good. Everybody yeah, should read it. Definitely. I'm going to start reading it very soon. I have a list of books that I'm reading and starting to read, but that one goes along with everything that I'm focusing on learning right now. Although I do believe I already think that way you for do. the most part. I mean, there's a lot of things I, I in the book I that could you... still learn a lot. Um, I heard something interesting the other day with the shamanic healer who I was with last Friday, Mama Medicine, a week ago, although that feels like a lot longer ago. Yeah, it does. Um, she told me something which was that Cause I've been talking to her for a while about like shifting my business and working less so I can heal working with less brands and doing less things that I don't feel completely passionate about, which is so different for me because that's the way that I make money and I've been very successful with for a long time. And she said, when you're doing things for money that aren't completely in alignment with your passion, the universe will find ways for that money to leave you anyway. It's almost like gaps. She said like there's like gaps around your energy field where the money will fall away. So like I'm like, okay, I'll do this because it's like a few thousand dollars. But then later that month, I'll get like 
a random bill for a couple thousand dollars for my Lyme treatment or um, Jonathan's ayahuasca retreat, which he's not going on, but it's non-refundable. So I see, like she couldn't be more correct. That's fascinating. It's just like all those interesting little things where I'm like, yes, I'll take on one more sponsor because I feel like that's the smart thing to do. It's what I've always been told I should do. Well, that's what the world tells us we should do to be smart, quote unquote, and like save up. And here I am like losing it. (laughs) All these random gaps and thousand dollar ozone treatments and that kind of stuff. That's interesting. That's So I thought about you, daddy, just your history and some things that have happened. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, you, when you're always in the chase, you know, you, you make unwise decisions, you put yourself in position to maybe lose the money. So like if you're doing things for the wrong reason or taking jobs or doing investments for the wrong purpose. To get more, to get, you know. And it's also um, like what you're saying too is, I think this is what you're saying is that more is not always better. And that's what she was telling me is like more is definitely not always better, especially at the expense of your health and your well-being and you have more than enough and you're totally comfortable. So why do you still feel the pressure? What's well, how we've been raised and programmed, uh, you know, as adults in this country. And that's the way the the world is moving, you know, so it's, and then it's as you hard get older, for everybody to understand it, mm-hmm. you know. As you get older, you have new fears of running out, outliving your money. Right. But there's a lot of people that fear that, that have more than enough and oh, they absolutely. won't run out of money. It's just, a, it's, no a, it's a that... mindset, you know. Yeah, I think people who fear that the most are sometimes the people who have a lot to begin with. True. Because if you don't have a lot to begin with, some of the people who I've met in the world, and I know you told me that she talks about this in the book as well, people who I've met on Sumba Island off the coast of Bali who live in a village and build their own bamboo huts and live with their whole entire village and they catch their own food and they share everything together and all they eat is rice and coconuts and fish are the happiest people that I've ever met. Like permanent smiles on their face. So proud to show you the huts, the houses that they've built for themselves and they take care of their elders and like the whole village raises each child. Such happy people. No, and the book points a lot of this out. You know, people in the Amazon, people in Africa that have nothing and how happy they can still be. And I mean, so it's, yeah, there's no question that that is true, you know. Very interesting. Yes, Yes, it it is. Makes me think about all the gaps in my energy field, sealing them up. 
Okay, so probably the biggest question that I get in general from everyone is how do I take care of my hair and what kind of products do I use to keep my hair so healthy and so shiny? And what I absolutely love and use all the time is Living Proof. I love, love, love to use their award-winning dry shampoo. It is natural. There are absolutely no phthalates in it, which I used to pronounce as phthalates. So if anyone's wondering what phthalates are, that's what they are. They are toxins and you do not want them in your hair products. They also don't use silicone, parabens, and animal testing. So they're completely cruelty-free, which is very important to me. I try not to use any products that are not cruelty-free. Living Proof actually delivers results while being completely natural, which is no wonder why they've won eight Best of Beauty Breakthrough Awards. And I just love the way that it makes my hair feel, the way that it makes my hair look. It's really natural and keeps me from having to wash my hair very often because I try to only wash it a couple times a week to keep it as shiny and healthy as possible. So do what I did and make the switch to Living Proof by visiting livingproof.com slash blonde and use the promo code blonde to get a free sample of their award-winning dry shampoo with your purchase. That's livingproof.com slash blonde, promo code blonde for a free sample of dry shampoo with your purchase. livingproof.com slash blonde, promo code blonde. So this whole spiritual stuff, the spiritual path that I've been on, how has that been for you guys? Because I got a lot of questions from people asking What's it like? So like a lot of us who are very spiritual, we have parents or people in our lives who aren't. So how has that been for you to see me go down this path of spirituality, trusting the universe, doing ayahuasca and other plant medicine? Well, it's very different for me because, you know, a lot of times I'll think, you're crazy, you know, on some of the things that you decide to do <laughs> and try. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like... How do you um, really feel? I'm yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But, you know, you're on your path and it's who you are and it's it's good for you, you know, I mean... It's your journey. It's Yeah, it's your journey. I mean, it's kind of like when I was growing up, a lot of my friends, you know, we grew up in the in the 60s. So, you know, they were like hippies and want to move to Santa Cruz and just kind of kick back and smoke weed and, you know, do all those kinds of things. And, yeah, it was never something that I understood <laughs> or I couldn't afford to understand, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, it's different. You know, it's different. I mean, it's good to have, you know, to believe, uh, which I do. I was raised a Catholic, but, you know, some of the things that you're doing are different than I would have chosen, you know. What about you? Like (laughs) everything. Well, yeah, it's so different. I was raised Jewish, um, but I've learned a ton from you. 
and it's opened my eyes that really it doesn't matter what what you believe or who you believe in it's as long as you are a good person and you do believe um in something but everyone's different i respect what you're what you do and what you believe and what you're looking into and i hope you respect that we're not exactly the same but who's to say i mean who's right and who's wrong but i have learned a lot and from you and you've opened my mind a lot to new possibilities I like Although that. I still really worry about certain things. Like <laughs> yeah. Although it helped you a lot when we were at the doctor's office. My Lyme doctor, who's the greatest, such a brilliant doctor, mm-hmm. very educated on all things health and wellness, and especially Lyme disease and co-infections. And she was telling you all the amazing benefits of ayahuasca and, that did make and the scientific research on how safe it is and how it makes people feel so much better about their life. It did. I mean, that was very helpful. Made me feel a lot better, but it's still, I don't know, it's just ingrained in me as a mom and as a child of the generation of drugs and it it's just I can't help it. It just still scares me a little. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm resigned to the fact that you're going to do it. You're going to do what you want to do, and I I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to be okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you have been okay, and it's all worked out for you. And as long as you're happy and healthy, just got to get you healthy. That's enough for me. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's unknown for us, you know, Mm -hmm. for our generation, you know, we hear some of the things that you talk about doing and we question, you know, we roll our eyes, we kind of, you know, you know, is is that safe? Is that really good for you? Is that going to help? Is that, you know, but, you know, like your doctor says, you're doing all the right things. So we have to respect that. And mm-hmm. coming from someone like herself, so makes us more comfortable. Yeah, and but you're it's not certainly, something that I would want to do. Yeah, <laughs> like you're, you're certainly trying working to get hard. To do, oh, you I need to go to, to ayahuasca. So you need to do this. You need to do that. That's not going to happen. No. Maybe, <laughs> but I like how hard you're working at trying to get better. Yes, and you're exploring every possibility, and that's great. That's awesome. Yes. And when I've done ayahuasca and I've been with all of our ancestors, don't you like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But do you believe that it, I mean, because I've literally been with them. Uh, I mean, so I have to believe you. I, I mean, I have a hard time understanding that, but, you know, or seeing that. But um, yeah, no, I mean, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. It, I mean, who's, like I said, who's to say what is real, what can really happen? And I, I mean, I've been proven wrong on a lot of my beliefs. So I'm, I'm trying to stay open to 
anything. I love everything. that. Like I, I love s- that. Like I said, you're going to have someone to love, something to do, and something to believe in and yeah. wish for. So, I love, you yeah. know, you, that's what you're doing. Yeah, totally. So other questions people had, how do you keep your marriage interesting after all these years? Well, we have you that uh, keeps us on our toes, you know, (laughs) keeps our life interesting. True. I think Uh, I keep life pretty interesting. I mean, we we're together a lot now that since I've sold my business for, what, five and a half years ago. And so it's, I mean, we become closer. We operate more almost as one we kind of almost know what one's thinking and, we totally do yeah, yeah i mean we're in, <laughs> we're in tune you know, I don't know I mean, why we've that gotten sounds so funny to closer me. as friends oh i like that and i think that this move to la or this partial move has been like a boost to our relationship and our life it's kind of put us in a different direction that's been fun and exciting and yeah, different. Yeah, no, it has, yeah. I mean, it's it's like, you know... It's just like a whole new phase. down here helping, you know, helping you with what you do, you know, so that you can have less stress and get well and opens a new door for us, you know, down here, you know. So it, it's... It kind of livens things up. You know, in that yeah, degree. Totally. Yeah. It does. You know, you're not just in your old stale life, you know, I mean, day to day of doing the same things, you know. So, yeah, yeah which, which is good. Yeah. It's really good. I was just talking about that with Monica, colonic hydrotherapist, yesterday, saying, I can hardly remember my parents' life when they just lived in Sacramento even though it wasn't that long ago, it was only less than a year ago before you were splitting your time. But I don't know. It just seems like life is way more fun now. It you know? really does. It was a nice added boost. It was a very one-dimensional It, it was life prompted by something bad, which was you getting sick. I mean, we had talked about doing it, but we were just talking and talking and not doing anything. And this was the push that we needed, which is an unfortunate reason, but it had a very positive upside. Well, I think all unfortunate things that happen have so many hidden blessings in them. And me getting sick has had so many hidden good things but that was the first one you guys moved here which we made that decision like the day you were diagnosed i know and then we found this building that we both live in and we are so lucky that it was available at this time everything i mean living in the flow you can't deny well we watched it i i watched it being constructed so Mm -hmm. i mean it was kind of like Easy, and of course, I wouldn't have wanted to move down here and moved into some old apartment or something no. of that nature. And, <laughs> I can't, can't see you guys. You know, something and af- like that. After getting through the shock of how much everything costs down here, you know, um, this was the right choice. Yeah, 
and it was new and you just lived down the street. It was close to where we wanted to be, be able to walk to everything. And so, yeah, you guys are so trendy walking to John and Vinny's for life. Oh yeah. That's us. <laughs> All your things. It's fun. Yeah. It's been really, really fun. Yeah. I think it, it definitely keeps life interesting. Mm-hmm. Keeps your marriage interesting. Mm-hmm. So as far as me getting sick, how has that been for you guys? Or what was the good question that somebody asked? What was the, the hardest and most and beautiful? Yeah. Well, the hard part is obvious. Um, watching your child get sick and go through what you've been going through is the worst possible thing for a parent but the good news was that well it explained a lot about the diagnosis at least explained a lot about how you've been feeling for many years and watching the way you've handled it I don't think I explained this to you before but Watching the way you've handled being sick has been enormously helpful to the way I handle it. Wow. Because you generally stay so positive and upbeat and you don't, I mean, I, I know how, I know the hard parts, but you, your attitude has helped me keep a good attitude. And then watching you and seeing you help so many other people. And I've been a witness to people actually approaching you everywhere we go and telling you how much you've helped them or somebody in their family or somebody that they know that that's unbelievable. I mean, it's so rewarding for me. Mm -hmm. And so I can only imagine how it feels for you. And I'm so proud of that. And you really are doing and helping so many people that it's just such a positive. Yeah, I love that. Daddy gets recognized at the doctor's (laughs) office and other places. Hi, Byron. Yeah, I like to keep a low profile. but You don't have that option anymore. Somebody was asking us the other night, Adam, Jonathan's brother, was like, He's still, because he doesn't have social media. Well, he do, he has Facebook, but he doesn't have Instagram. So he'll say stuff like, I didn't know that you were verified on Instagram. What does that mean? Do you ever get approached in person? Do you ever get recognized? And then he was like, wait, Jonathan, do you ever get recognized? And I was like telling Adam, yes, Jonathan gets recognized every day. Every day at Erewhon, at Alfred, at Orange Theory on the street. And he too likes to keep a low profile, but everybody's like, oh my God. You're, they you're, say they like to keep a low profile, but I, I have a feeling there's a little part of them that likes it. I'm like, come on, you guys love it in a way. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jonathan loves, like if anybody listening ever sees him, you should definitely go say <laughs> hi because he does love it. He feels so proud and so do you. Yeah, no, I'm very proud of you. I just... You know, I'm more of a shy individual, you know. But. Yes and no. <laughs> well, yes I, mean, no. I think you say that, but you're really not. 
Yeah. Um, well, I mean, if I know you, then it's different, you know, but if I mm-hmm. don't, it's, uh, you know, I'm not one to be out there, you know? Yeah. But back to how does it make us feel? You know, it's, it's very difficult to have, to be a parent and not be able to fix things that are wrong with your children. You know, I mean, when it becomes health, you know, uh, you can't buy health, you know, it doesn't matter how much money you have. And so it's a scary process to have to go through, you know. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Yeah. But, you know, fortunately... You're a fighter, and uh, that's what you have to do. You got to continually fight and not get yourself down because that's one of the worst things you can do. So you just stay strong. That's mm-hmm. what you have to do. Definitely. And that's what you yeah. do. And she's found some great, well, great doctor and some other greats, lots of other great support. Yeah. High Vibe Chronic Lyme Facebook group. You have your tribe. (laughs) Yes. And yeah, all sorts of things that have helped. Yes. Okay. More of a fun question now. Um, Since I've been blogging for so many years now and tried so many products and introduced you guys to so many products, what is your favorite wellness product or tip or anything that I've introduced you to? Well, right now I'm obsessed with the silver fern protein smoothie powder so good it's the the chocolate chocolate. yeah (laughs) it's like every day i get to have like this amazing chocolate shake and it's actually good for me yeah full of probiotics love it and taking their probiotics and their digestive enzymes and so that's been yeah no that's that's probably the first actual health product that we've really, that we really gotten serious to. about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, we use our bullet every day. You yeah, know? the so, bullet. Yeah. So, you know, the benefits of that and... Started getting colonics. Yeah, you did. That makes me so happy. I know. That it you're on the colonic train. <laughs> so good for you. Yeah. No, it's... I mean... It's fun getting all your tips and ideas. and yeah, The celery juice. That yeah, I you've been day. drinking celery juice every yeah. morning. That makes yeah. me so happy. Yeah, that, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, we pick and choose through all your ideas. Mm-hmm. We're just slow learners. You know? Yes. <laughs> you like the French fries that I make with no salt and no oil. We like those, yeah. Yeah, and SOS. Yeah, yeah that's SOS pretty free. tough to live by. Yes, and until you have to, until you get so sick that you have to. Yes. You guys did have Impossible Burgers last night. I really liked them. Those looked really good. That's not so sure about that. Really? Did you not like it that much? You devoured it. I mean, if I was, I I probably wouldn't order that at a restaurant Mm -hmm. myself. I would, you know. He said he'd rather have normal hamburger and yeah, eat half. The regular, <laughs> and eat half. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but no, it was, it's weirdly it's like so hamburger. Much like yeah. Meat. Yeah. yeah, it is yeah. weird, but there's some psychology, I guess, in my mind that you're eating some process, something, right, you know, right. that 
there's a little process for my liking. I mean, obviously, I can't eat it for various reasons, but I like the idea cutting cutting down on meat consumption. Right, which we have considerably. Yeah. Yeah. That makes me happy. So just a couple more questions. This is a question that Jonathan had, but I'm adding something to it. For each of you, you can answer separately. What is the best memory of your life and the worst memory of your life? He just wanted me to ask the worst, but I'm adding the best. <laughs> That's funny. In fact, he said the saddest memory of your life, but saddest. I'm, I'm going to say worst. The best, best day of my life was the day I delivered you. Hell yeah. The saddest or the worst. I had a very, uh, the day that pops into my mind was just a very traumatic day was a day that you woke up with a 105 fever. How old was I? My three. And at the same time, I started getting calls from my mom's friends that she was home and she wasn't answering her door or phone. And nobody could connect with her so I knew something was really wrong her car was in the garage and she wasn't answering and you were really sick and it was the weirdest day of being completely torn in half and trying to figure out what to do that that just stands out as just a what was she doing day from hell she was basically had passed out in her house and didn't ha- was I woke up but couldn't get to a phone. Oh, that's awful. And couldn't, yeah, and obviously lived by herself and could not call for help. And I wanted to run over there, of course, and we did, but I didn't know. I mean, I was terrified. Did you leave about me with your Nanny? Fever. No, it was coincidentally. Lisa and Jason happened to stop by our house. They weren't living in Sacramento, but they were in town and they just came by to say hi. And I left you with them. Really? When I was that sick? Yeah. Was that the first time we met Jason? I called the doctor's office and they told me what to give you. And so I loaded you up on something and um, dad and I drove over to my mom's house. That's when she fell and she couldn't get up. She, yeah. And, yeah. That does it was sound the start like of her getting worst memory. very ill. And we brought like, you brought, we brought something in the car cause we thought we were going to have to break a window to get in. Did you? Um, but the woman across the street had, had, a, key, had a key. Huh? I have no idea why I didn't have one then. And, that was just a terrible day. She ended up going to the hospital that day and was in the hospital for two months. Oh my God. Yeah. So that's just when extremely stressful. Started. Is that basically sad, kinda... terrifying day? You turned out to be okay in a day or two, but she stayed sick for 
the rest of her life. Wow. Yeah, that's a bad day. I never knew that's about that. That's a bad that. day. Yeah. Worst day. What about you, Daddy? Best and worst. The best day in my life was probably when your mother and I got married. It was the start of my second life. Yes. Which has been amazing. Yes. You know. Such a good life. Such a good life. I've had a good life my whole life. I've had a lot of ups and downs, but um, I feel very fortunate to have come to where I am today. You know, very fortunate. So, and my, I don't know what my, I've had some worse days, you know. Yeah, I don't know. You know, probably the... The DePaul debacle would... The Ponzi scheme. The Ponzi would be the the hardest time to get through. Yeah. That was not a good time. No, No, that that wasn't any fun. So that's probably the worst, I guess, you know. Yeah. Thought you would say that. Didn't think you would say yours, Mom. I thought you would say a different one. Yeah. That's the first one that popped in my mind as just a bad day. But yeah, I've had another incident that changed my life that was probably has been like the saddest, hardest thing. That's yeah, we'll get into that story another on the next podcast. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> the next episode. Yeah. So let's end on a high note. Let's do that. Chris is a low note. Yeah. Um well, I'm thinking about. I'm sitting here with Jordan and Byron, thinking how fortunate we are all to be here. And Jordan is looking pretty darn good today. I think has a little more energy than she had last week, mm-hmm. and is on a great path again. Me We're, too. Yeah. I was going to say actually, I think. Well, I don't want to jinx anything or be wrong about anything. <laughs> but one thing that I think might be helping, just because I noticed I've had like three, this being the third, like pretty good energy days in a row, is that I'm on a new dosage of thyroid ever oh. since we saw Dr. Lehman on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I'm taking a little bit more. And I don't know. She said that might happen. I know. But when she said how much I was increasing by such a small amount, I was like disappointed just because I didn't think it would make that big of a difference. So who knows? Because I never never know what's working. Also, I think the stem cells a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. might be making some of my symptoms less bad. So that's good. It's awesome. Well, yeah, she we, did a lot of combinations of things the other day to yeah, change so your lives. And so, yeah, yeah, you can only hope that you know those kind of changes that she does from time to time to will eventually get you to where you need to be. Yeah, you know, so which is a good thing. Totally, got to get all better for a wedding. I know. Mm, that's right. It's going to be so fun. 
coming so quickly. So, It'll oh, be here Bally, before you baby. know it. You know? I know. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And we went on such a nice hike yesterday, the three of us. I oh, loved it. it. That's, yeah, that was nice. That's and, the hideout yeah. that perfect. I will mention. Beautiful day. Oh my God. I know. I wish it was that sunny out today. It looks really yeah, gloomy. Yeah, struggling with the sun today. You know. Yeah. How strange. But the weather's been beautiful. Yeah. Totes. And just that can make you feel better. I know. It's so true. That's why I was actually wishing it was sunny today, but that's fine. So I'll finish with asking you guys a question that I ask everyone who comes on the podcast. Not the color question. Why? <laughs> you don't you feel that last time. <laughs> the color but question. But what color do you feel like today? Today I'm definitely pink. Yeah, you are. You're wearing. I'm wearing pink, all pink. Aloe. And toe. Yes. And it looks, I'm loving all my new aloe. Looks very, yes. They're very nice on you. Thank you, honey. Very nice. Thank what color you. are you? I'm always a good red day, you know. You are? Yeah. Is that what you've said before? I don't, you know, I can't remember. But, you know, red is kind of like you're ready to go. Let's yeah. rev it up, you know. Totes. Yeah. How about you, Judge? Put on your red dress, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're the red dress dancing emoji. <laughs> um, that emoji. What am I? Purple. Because when I close my yeah. eyes, I see purple yeah, in my purple third haze, eye. Huh? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I still see it. I see it right here when I close my eyes. I always do. So hmm. purple. Purple. Is that why you've been no. using the purple heart emoji? Have I? Mm-hmm. Wait, when? <laughs> well, you were wearing I mean, that, I, I believe you. That purple aloe. Oh, well, that just went with the outfit. Yeah. But yeah. I like to use the purple heart emoji and the unicorn emoji. Yeah, you do. Those are cute. I feel like a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for coming on. So fun. Thanks for having yeah. you guys. Yes, Thanks fun. for sharing you. your stories. Our pleasure. Mwah. Mm. Love you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode with my amazing parents. I hope you learned a little something about them and about me and about keeping a marriage healthy and alive for 35 years and just about what it's like to have a daughter with chronic illness and have a daughter who's so into spirituality because I'm sure a lot of people listening are very much like me and curious about how to get their parents supportive and on board with everything that they're into. And maybe some of you listening are parents of daughters or children who are like me. So I hope this was interesting to you in one way or another and just fun to learn about Two people who are so influential in my life. Um, they're both longtime entrepreneurs, which is why I feel I have such entrepreneurial blood in me. And they've both been on this podcast before. So you can listen to the episode that I did with my dad just a few months ago. I'm looking right now to see which number episode that was. 113. 
Um, so you can go to episode 113 to listen to that. And then I've had my mom on a bunch of times. She's been episode number two, which I probably don't recommend listening to because I didn't even know how to edit the sound yet. <laughs> episode 102 and definitely a few others. So check those out. This was super fun. And I'm just so grateful to have you here. So thank you to our sponsors, Hum Nutrition, Art of Tea, and Living Proof. We have all of the discount codes for those in the show notes. And lastly, if you feel inspired to rate and review the show, send me a screenshot to jordan at thebalanceblonde.com and I'll send you my yoga ebook as a thank you and chat with you on email. I'm just so grateful for anyone who takes the time. And yeah, so we'll see. I'm going to keep toying around with this downtime that I'm doing. So maybe we'll have an episode out next week, potentially not. And I can't wait to be healthy again and get completely back to my regular schedule. And I love you guys. Sending you all my best to have the most soul on fire day possible. Talk to you soon.